0: Welcome to Jesus Dates.
1: Lord, why does every... It seems like everybody else knows what they're doing. Like, it seems like everybody else, you have a plan for them. It seems like everyone else knows their calling. Why can't I know my calling?
0: This is a podcast where we meet up to hear stories about how God is moving in the lives of everyday people. Save them from a fiery furnace, or simply spoke to them in a Starbucks, we get to hear all about it right here on Jesus Dates. Okay, so what is one story that sticks out above all the rest of when you definitely knew that God was moving in your life?
1: I was try- When you asked me this question, I was trying to think, and it's hard to narrow them down, which is really cool. Um. Yeah. So I wanted to give you a little bit of um, backstory. Is that okay?
0: Yeah. Please do. The more, the better. Okay.
1: Perfect. I went to Union. Um, I went to Union the first time around. I got my degree in social work, and after I graduated, I ended up moving to Arkansas, and I was a wilderness therapy counselor there.
0: Ooh, um, and what is that?
1: A wilderness therapy counselor, basically. So, I lived in the woods for a year, and um like struggling kids, whether they were struggling with their behaviors, academics, their home life, drugs, um, anything like that, any struggling kids between the age of eight and 12 would come out and they'd live with us in these little log cabins built out of um, trees and rocks in the 1930s. Uh-huh. They'd come live with us. Yeah. And so they'd live with us for five weeks um, there was no running water inside the cabins. We'd have to, you know, heat heat the cabin in the winter and everything by splitting wood. And
0: is there um, real quick? Is there a reason why that it was all like that?
1: Yeah, I think I think it was definitely for the experience. It's so the program um, was aimed to take kids out of like such a social media and just media saturated world and to put them out in the woods so there's something called nature deficit disorder that's an actual disorder um that they have
0: oh my goodness now
1: yeah and so a lot of our inner city kids who aren't exposed to nature very often they have this deficit disorder this nature deficit disorder you take a kid who's been in the city for their whole life and you put them out in nature and they're just like oh man what do I do out here
0: do they hate it? You know?
1: Yeah, they do in the beginning. <laughs> a lot a lot of times kids, it's weird to them. You know, it's like uncomfortable. They're like, oh, these trees in this fresh air, there's nothing to do. What is that? Like, I don't hear anything. But over time, they learn to listen. They learn to connect with the earth and, the, and with each other without using their phones, without um, trying to impress each other with outward appearance. Um, they learn to communicate with their elders, they learn to communicate with each other and with themselves. And so wow,
0: that, that sounds was amazing.
1: Yeah, it was it was so life changing, because we just had a really small group of 13 staff members who were out there with 40 kids for 40 kids or more for a year. So like I said, I did that for a year. And while I was out there, I was just like, man, Laura, I I don't think I could do this particular job my whole life. Like, please, God, just show me my purpose. Show me what I need to do. Show me where I need to go. My life is totally in your hands. Like, please just show me. And I prayed. I prayed and prayed and prayed. Throughout that time, towards the end, I got this call from somebody in Minnesota, um, where I'm originally from, and they had asked me to put in an application for a position that was opening there. I was so excited for this position. I was like, oh my goodness. It had all my ideals. It had location um, that I wanted. It had, it combined my previous experiences. It had the time that I wanted. It had the mission that I cared about. Um, Everything about it was so ideal and just perfect in my mind. And so I had gone through all steps. And finally, the end of my time at this Um, of being a wilderness therapy counselor was coming to an end and I was waiting for this call from this place that I had applied and I felt so spiritually led to that job. It was like, Lord, this is so clear. You've laid it out so clear before me. There's no way it can be a no. Mm -hmm. Like this is so from God, you know? Yeah. And so the call finally came and they told me no. I didn't get the job. They gave it to somebody else.
0: Whoa! And, uh, so what was going through yeah. your head at that time?
1: I was devastated. I was actually devastated. I I was in shock. Like really, I was purely in shock. I couldn't believe it because it was God had laid out this path so clearly. I was just really confused, and I just thought like, man, okay, they picked somebody else. I think they made a mistake. You know, I truly thought that they had made a mistake because of how clearly it felt that I was supposed to be the one. Um, yeah, but yeah, it did. It did kind of throw me for a loop because I was, I was thinking, man, God, have I been misunderstanding you this entire time? Like, man, if this is, it felt like it was so clear. If this is how it feels, if something feels like it's being led by you, Lord, and then it doesn't happen am I just totally off base? Like, am I not understanding you at all? Am I not close with you at all, Lord? You know? Yeah. And I remember getting that call and being so devastated and just sitting um, in my prayer spot. I have a prayer spot in my house that I would sit and just pray and just pour out my soul to God. And I sat there and I was like, Lord, why does ever it seems like everybody else knows, you know, like, what they're doing, like, I know that's maybe not true, but it seems like everybody else, you have a plan for them, it seems like everyone else knows their calling, why can't I know my calling, or like, why can't this job be my calling, and it was so clear, it was so audible, I really feel like God spoke to me, and he said, Shauna, I haven't called you to do the things that I've called others to do, it was it was such a powerful moment for me because it was like, man, you have such a unique plan for my life, something that I can't even dream up, something that I can't imagine, and it's nobody else's job but mine. This is the coolest part. Okay, this is where this is where the story gets serious.
0: Okay. So, love it. So,
1: Yeah, I know. Man, I bet you're on the edge of your seat. I really, really am. Um, (laughs) So, so, I'm praying and praying. And all of a sudden, these big letters, P-A, flashed across my brain. It was undeniable. Like, I could not ignore it. And I was like, Lord why did you bring in PA, like physician's assistant, into my mind? But I just couldn't ignore it. So I kept praying about it and praying about it, and I was doing a lot of research, and he did some more shadowing, and I thought, you know what, this is it. Like, I'm going to go, okay, yeah, God, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to be a PA. And so I started lining things up.
0: So how how long from when you, boom, kind of saw those letters, And then took action. Like, how long did that all take?
1: Like, within hours.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so, because were you, like, 100% you're like, all right, this is it.
1: Yeah, I was like, okay, Lord, if you're going to lead me to this, boom, that's what I'm going to do. Like, if God leads me to something, I'm all in. I was just going 200% when God was, when I felt like God told me PA. So, I had, like, been on the phone with the school I was interested in going to. I had put in my – like, I had put in um, a petition to come back and do some prereqs there, um, all this stuff. And, like, a few days later, something just didn't feel right. And I just – oh, man, that was so frustrating because I was like, really, Lord? I am so willing to do what you want me to do. And I feel like I'm just a sail being blown around in the wind. Like – I want to be sure I I don't want to be wishy-washy. Like I'm not trying to be wishy-washy on what I want to do. I I really just want to know. And so for more prayer and just for more time, something that I've been really bad at is the process. Like things don't always happen in a day or a week or a year even. And I think that's something God was trying to teach me was to appreciate the process. Like I said before, Hmm. um, I love to jump like 200% into something that I feel good about or clarity on. Um, Yeah. But, you know, it doesn't always happen that quickly. And so I just had to kind of slow down and I had to do more research. And I ended up figuring out that um, maybe PA wasn't my route, but instead NP was. I thought it was more me. And so it was like, okay, well, if I'm going to be a nurse practitioner I have to go back to nursing school and I knew exactly where I was going to go um and a month later I moved down to where I am now I'm back in Lincoln Nebraska um I moved back down here a month later I started classes a year ago already it was like a year ago a few days ago now right when I moved down here I've been doing school like prerequisites then I got into the nursing program
0: here. Dang! So yeah, it, now I'm it in the was... nursing program. <laughs> yeah, you are straight back to Lincoln, Nebraska, the also the other place of milk and honey, I guess, <laughs> which um, is like a great that's place. A stretch. <laughs> 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 okay, so it's you just know what? The,
1: the people here—it's the land of milk and honey. If you're talking about people, yes, I don't know so absolutely. much about natural resources. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of farmland, so I'm thankful for that. You just have to be open to it, you know? And you can find some beautiful, beautiful things to do and people here.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you don't have a nature deficit. You don't have nature deficit disorder. Okay, so now that you're back in Lincoln, Nebraska at Union College, have you been affirmed now that you've been there a year and now that you've taken this path?
1: Um, To be here, I'm like, okay, God. Because now that I'm in the program, I am like, man, am I even going to make it past the first semester? Like, I shouldn't question. Man, I'm such a human. Like, God has led me through all that. Like, everything that I told you. God's led me through all that. He's never failed me yet. Shauna, God does not lead you to things to just drop you on the doorstep and be like, all right, good luck. Like, he brings us through them. I have no doubt in my mind that I'm – exactly at where he wants me to be right now it just seems like everything I've done has led up to this moment and everything I'm doing now is leading up to another moment and just to be in the present and to enjoy what you're doing now that's exactly where you need to be
0: that's awesome yeah you know what's so cool is well I'm 28 and you'll be 28 this year too in 2018 so good yes (laughs) and we've been friends since 10 years old and so be years. Yes. but what it is so cool like I've got to see God work doubly because I see how he works in my life but he's also been working in your life and through this whole time we've been friends been able to see just the path that you guys have been going on together so I just I just think it's so cool that We get to see how God is moving, not in just our own lives, but in each other's lives.
1: Yeah, exactly. So to be able to have a friend from before middle school, through college and into, like, like, into married life and, like, into true adulthood.
0: Or into, like, almost 30s life.
1: Yeah, like, into your 30s and 40s and 50s. Like, that is duration. Like, that is long.
0: That's a process. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness, yes! Oh my gosh! Oh my
1: goodness, I've never thought about that. Yeah. Just using our friendship as a process.
0: Yeah. If you'd like to share your story about how God is moving in your life, leave us a message on our Jesus Dates voicemail number 218-656-0540. Or send us a message to our email, connect at com, or our Instagram page at thecurrentministry. This podcast is brought to you by The Current Ministry, music by Azrael Post. And this is your host, Molly Duper, thanking you for joining us. And until next time, grab a friend, a cup of Joe, and go have your very own Jesus Date.
1: Oh, Molly, can I tell you something about sputum? Okay. If you cough, this, okay, this isn't the time to tell you about... No, you
0: know, I need but to this know. another
1: thing I know. <laughs> okay, so if you, like, cough and it, like, comes out, look at the color. If it's clear, it's viral. If it's yellow or green, it's bacterial. If it's pink, it's cancerous.
0: Oh, my so gosh. Wait, purple, so what color should it be?
1: Hmm, that's a really good question. I would say it's supposed to be... Aqua? It's supposed to be... <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I, I, <laughs> or maybe like a turquoise?
1: Yeah, if it's a tie dye mix, of like, know that that's normal. <laughs>